Hello, and welcome to the IMG Podcast, where we are dedicated to empowering IMGs through deep diving conversations, inspirational stories, analysis of match trends, and beyond. Our mission is to help you learn what it takes to succeed and to thrive as an international medical graduate. Hello, friends and residency candidates, and welcome to today's discussion where I have the pleasure of speaking with myself about a very important topic, which is, of course, the 2022 through 2023 residency application cycle. So we're going to be going over some of the most important things that you need to keep in mind throughout this application season, what you need to be doing, when you need to be doing it, how you need to be doing it, and of course, the support and assistance you can get along the way. So let's dive right into it. All right, so we're about to kick off the season on June 28th when ARIS tokens become available to IMGs through the ECFMG. IMGs, you need to keep in mind that you cannot actually get into ARIS without your token, which you can get only through the ECFMG. And so starting in July, it's a good time to start looking into programs, starting your program research, understand how many programs are available to you for each given specialty. And are you going to be applying to one specialty or multiple specialties, two specialties with the same number of programs, or maybe just a backup specialty? Because these are important questions you need to ask so that you understand what letters of recommendation you're going to need, how many personal statements you're going to need, and of course, how many programs you're going to end up applying to, which is going to affect things like your budget, which you of course need to plan for since applying to residency is of course very expensive. So logging into Match Residence, you can find out how many programs you qualify for at no cost just to see the numbers and so you can start your planning. Of course, you can access your customized residency list to start understanding what types of programs that you are qualified for as well. Now, also in July, this is an extremely important time for you to start requesting your letters of recommendation if you have not done so already. I can't stress the fact that so many people delay their application because their letters of recommendation are late. So start now, start asking, and plan to have them uploaded and ready by the end of August because it does take time to process the letters of recommendation even after they're uploaded. So make sure that you're requesting them early, you're keeping in contact with your LOR authors, and that you're able to really get those on time no matter what. Now, if you have been asked to write your own letter of recommendation, which of course is a sad truth, but something that's a reality for many, many residency applicants every year, I definitely recommend going to residencyexperts.com and checking out the authorship guide that we have there. It's also a great resource just to send your LOR authors in case they do need a little bit of assistance in terms of what to include in your LORs. Next is the fact that you also need to be thinking about things like your personal statement in July. If you haven't started drafting your personal statement already, now is the time because you need time to brainstorm, to get your thoughts out, to get feedback on your drafts, and to really make sure that it's a finalized, professional, and crisp personal statement well before September when you really need to only be focusing on program selection. Now, you can additionally start filling out the My Heiress application and filling out things like your personal information, the experiences section, hobbies, memberships and awards, other accomplishments and awards, and really take your time with this. Make sure you're going through 
and you understand how to fill out each section fully and completely. And if you do need help with understanding the best ways to answer all those questions, you can go again to residencyexperts.com where you are able to access step-by-step instructions for how to fill out each section. And if you want professional editing and optimization, as well as detailed feedback and review for all of the MyAris written sections, then we can definitely help you out through residencyexperts.com. In addition, during this time period in July, you need to be collecting additional documents like your USMLE transcript, getting a professional photograph, a professional headshot taken so that you're able to look extremely professional and appropriate. And the first thing that people are going to see is a highly qualified candidate for the residency program when they're looking at your heiress photograph. Additionally, you're going to want to think about getting your medical school transcript and your MSPE from your medical school. And just keep in mind, they don't do this automatically, so you have to ask for them. And if you can't get an MSPE, you will need to let the ECFMG know, and you'll actually upload a placeholder document that explains you were unable to get the MSPE. Now, on August 1st of 2022, the supplemental heiress application is going to open for applicants. And now last year was basically the pilot program for the supplemental heiress application. And this year, there are way more specialties participating. So if you're applying to adult neurology, anesthesiology, dermatology, diagnostic radiology, and interventional radiology, emergency medicine, general surgery, internal medicine, categorical, um, IM, psych combined, uh, neurological surgery, obstetrics and gynecology, orthopedic surgery, pediatrics, physical medicine and rehabilitation, preventive medicine, or psychiatry, you're going to be asked to fill out the supplemental heiress application. And the list of participating programs will be available sometime in July, so make sure that you look for that and you check that out as well. But it's more than likely, if you're applying to any of those specialties, you should complete the supplemental heiress application. Now, there is a lot of detailed information about the supplemental heiress application that applicants need to know. But of course, some of the most important things are program signaling, where you're actually choosing which programs you want to let them know that you have a special interest in getting an interview. So the program signaling is extremely important. And if you have questions or need clarifications about other aspects of the supplemental heiress application, there's a very detailed guide through the AAMC. And if you have additional questions or just want somebody to go over your supplemental heiress application and make sure that it is adhering to the character counts, that it's being answered appropriately, again, residencyexperts.com is the place to go for that as well. So in July, you've been preparing all your documents, your personal statements, your letters of recommendation, your supporting documents like your medical school transcripts and your MSPE. You've gotten a professional headshot taken and it's suggested that you have all your materials ready by about August 24th. So that means two weeks before Eris actually opens up for you to start applying, you are ready with all of your documents. Now, another really important thing is to remember that since step one is now pass fail, it's going to be extremely helpful for you to have your step two CK when you apply. So don't wait until September or later to take your step two CK, if at all possible. Make sure that you're taking that early on and that you're able to apply with that CK score or at least having that score within a couple weeks of the application release date, which is on September 28th. 
And the reason for this is that programs, if they only see you have a pass for step one, it's going to be a lot more helpful for them to have that three-digit metric on the step two CK. So having that with your application, taking CK in July or August is also going to be extremely helpful, assuming that you're going to pass. Of course, if you're worried about not passing or you're not doing well on your uh, pre-exam assessments, then make sure that you only take it when you're completely ready. Now, starting on September 7th, ARIS is going to open up and applicants can start applying to programs. But that means you have to certify your application in order to start applying. But it's vital to know that once you certify your ARIS application, you cannot edit it. So only certify your application and begin submitting it to programs when you are 100% sure that everything there in your My ARIS application is perfect, it's professional, and it's ready to go. Once you certify, there's no going back. The only thing you can change in My ARIS is your personal contact information. But things like your experiences, your memberships and awards, your hobbies, all of those things are locked in once you certify. So in September, again, you're going to be wanting to choose residency programs that you're going to apply to. Use Matcha Residence to find your customized list of all the programs that you qualify for. And then you can use our funneled organizational system to then hone in exactly which programs that you're most interested in. You can bookmark programs, you can mark them as applying, and then you can use other resources like Residency Explorer to figure out more data points and leave notes on those programs within your customized list on Match a Resident in order to fully utilize this centralized application system. Of course, later on in the season, you'll be able to use things like the interview manager to actually organize your interviews and rank assist to rank programs there as well. So the funneled organizational system goes well beyond just application research, but it's a centralized place for the entire application process. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We're still in September here in this run through. So September 7th, again, is when ARIS opens and you can apply to programs. You don't need to start applying on September 7th. Everything from September 7th through the 27th is going to have the exact same timestamp on it. So only start applying when you're completely ready. Now, on September 15th, the NRMP registration is going to open. And on September 16th, that is the last day for the supplemental ARIS application. It does close at 5 p.m. Eastern, and you will no longer be able to edit or submit the supplemental ARIS application. Now, the big date this year is September 28th, 2022. At 9 a.m., residency programs are going to begin receiving the applications that have previously been submitted and reviewing them and starting to send interview invitations. It's not uncommon for interview invitations to go out within the first few hours on day one um, this year, September 28th. But of course, it also takes a lot of candidates weeks or months to get their first interview. So don't always be expecting miraculous results right away. Sometimes it does take time and programs need time to review the thousands and thousands of applications they get every single year. So from October through November, you're going to be looking out for your interview invitations. Again, recording those in your interview manager through Match Residence. And if you'd like, you can send follow-up letters of interest to programs that you haven't heard back from. And once you get your interviews and you complete them, be sure to send a thank you letter 
And if you need help editing your follow-up letters or thank you letters, again, Residency Experts is a great place to go for optimization and editing for all letters of communication with residency programs. Now, keep in mind, you still need to take the OET and go through the ECFMG pathways as well. The last available test date for the OET is December 2022. So if you test after this date, your OET scores may not be available in time to complete your pathway application before the 2023 match. So make sure the ECFMG receives your OET scores directly uh, by January 31st of 2023. And if you haven't already, of course, make sure that you're registered with the NRMP by January 31st, 2023 to avoid a late fee. Now we've gotten through interview season and then of course begins ranking. And February 1st of 2023 is when the rank order list opens. And you have basically from February 1st through March 1st, which is the rank order list deadline to start ranking your programs that you interviewed with. And as I mentioned, we have an extremely valuable tool called Rank Assist that you can use to help analyze the programs on your rank order list. Now you can make changes to your rank order list after certifying up until the deadline. But again, of course, it's helpful to use tools like Rank Assist to make sure that your decisions are informed and that they are truly a preference list for you. So as I mentioned, March 1st is the NRMP rank order list deadline, and it's the last day to register for the NRMP. Now, you need to be registered with the NRMP, which is required for the post-match SOAP eligibility. And the rank order list deadline is also the last day your USMLE exam scores can be verified. Uh, IMGs must have their USMLE Step 1 and Step 2 CK verified by the rank order list deadline in order to qualify for the main residency match, which of course for the 2022 through 2023 match cycle is going to begin match week on March 13th of 2023. And if you need help preparing for the post-match soap, you can go to electronicresidency.com and that's where we have a complete post-match soap support system and a post-match soap compatibility search engine that you can use to your advantage during the post-match soap should you you be participating. On March 16th, 2023, the post-match soap will conclude at 9 p.m. Eastern. And on March 17th, 2023 is match day. If you're matched, congratulations. We are extremely happy for you and proud of you. And your residency location will become available at 12 p.m. Eastern on March 17th. Of course, if you did not match, We are here to support you through that as well. There are many reasons that applicants don't match into their residency programs of choice or they don't match at all. And I just want to go over some more tips for you to understand how to optimize your application season this year. So again, make sure that you're getting started on everything extremely early. You need to be getting your letters of recommendation requested from July and August and ready in the system by the end of August. Make sure that you've been working on your personal statements, that you've had time to get multiple edits of the content, that you can get feedback from peers or mentors, and if you need it, get professional help editing and optimizing your personal statements. If you need to write it from scratch because you literally cannot write the statement 
it's not coming together, maybe English is a second language for you, then go to residencystatement.com. We have a comprehensive and complete writing service where we help you draft it from scratch based on information that you provide us through a questionnaire. So it can be extremely helpful to work with somebody throughout the entire process to help build the statement together. And of course, like I said, make sure you're getting all the rest of your documents completed and uploaded early and get your CK done well before September 28th. If you need help with the residency application written sections, letters of recommendation, or personal statements, if you need help editing any of those, Residency Experts is your number one ally to do those things. You're going to get extensive optimization as well as feedback and review for all of your content. In addition to making sure that your application is complete and submitted on time, the number one important thing for applicants to keep in mind is that the interview is what gets you a position. All you need is one interview to match into residency. And so you need to be prepared for that one shot and you might only get one shot. So using things like interview prep services through Match a Resident are going to help make sure that you are completely prepared and confident going in to those residency interviews because you need to be comfortable with the interview process and you need to be comfortable with yourself. Having a list of memorized answers is not going to be what gets you into the program. It's being comfortable. It's being genuine. It's being calm yet confident. It's showing the programs who you really are. That's what the interview is for. They know that you're a qualified candidate, but they need to know that you're a qualified person as well. So they're trying to get to know you. They want to understand how you work with others, how you work under pressure, what type of person you are at the core. So make sure you go into the interviews prepared. And of course, you can use things like letters of communication uh, before your interviews, letters of interest to help get more interviews. Thank you letters after your interviews. You can be sending follow-up letters of intent during the rank order list season to tell your number one choice that they are your number one choice and let other residency programs know that they're going to be very high on your list as well. So if you do have questions about any of the application process or cycle, definitely reach out to us. We're more than happy to help answer those questions and make sure that you're linked up with the services that can help optimize your chances to match. All right, everybody, that does it for this rundown of the 2022 through 2023 residency application cycle. Thank you so much for staying tuned and I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Take care. All right, dear friends, that concludes this episode of the IMG podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and will tune in for upcoming releases. You can learn more by visiting Match Resident on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you. And until next time, take care.